We'd like to do the intro, Scott. Yeah, okay. Do we know what episode this is? No, we don't. We don't know number. Uh, about 34. Hello, hello. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Covered It, brought to you by Quack Golf. Uh, I am Scott Sullivan, part of the team here in Quack Golf, and joining me today is the stalwarts of this podcast. Uh, first, I'm going to jump to Mr. Patrick Shannon. How are you doing? Hey, Scott. How are you doing? I'm, I'm very good. I'm very relaxed, enjoying not having to do all the work, and I'll sit back and listen to you guys tell me about what's happened in the world of golf this week, as I have watched none of it but i like how you say passing over the the stuff this this intro is literally my only contribution for the work <laughs> to this uh, this week's episode um but the the man really behind it all the other man in the booth ben scott how are we getting on how are things across the pond in uh, in london it's okay there's a there's a nip in the air it really feels like christmas is coming I tell you what, that's it's over here too. It is where where did that come from? I could have sworn it was <laughs> literally a couple of days ago. I was giving out about how warm it was, and then now it's freezing. It's bring bring the layers down to the old head. I say, gonna need them. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll start there. We've got a an exciting weekend this this weekend ahead. We've got a, a friend of ours is uh, getting married soon, so we're going a little. Is it a stag or is it more just a gentleman's <laughs> weekend away? <laughs> We're not sure. He still hasn't set up a WhatsApp group, so I, I have no idea what's going on, apart from we're playing golf in the old head on Sunday. Yeah, I, like... I think that, that's that's probably my my shout-out. I didn't have a list of any shout-outs, but I think it's my one. But this is a shout-out to anyone who is getting married in the next two years, year or so, and you're planning, or if you're helping to plan a stag, make a WhatsApp group early doors, because we're a week <laughs> out, less than a week out, and there's no WhatsApp group, and I have no idea what's going on for half it. So, just don't be that Scott, person. Scott, congratulations on the intro. That was that was fantastic. You did a great job there. Well done. Um, Thank you, Sean. Ben. Uh, on the on the weather on top on the topic of weather, mm-hmm. um, a shout out to anyone who was playing golf in the, I don't know, probably the whole of Ireland on Sunday afternoon. It was otherworldly. It was beautiful. There wasn't a drop of wind for anyone that uses the wire.no app yeah um the the wind was at a zero um and um i had a lovely round of golf unfortunately scott my friend there didn't play with me because he was too hungover um which was a mistake so i had to play with a randomer and um didn't didn't know who this guy was but he rocked down to the first tee and I heard this lovely accent come out of Seamus Power. Oh. I said, <laughs> I said, hold on a second there. Are you from Cork? And he said, sure, I'm from Ballyfehan. <laughs> and the two of us proceeded to have an absolutely lovely, like, stress free round of golf. Uh, there was nobody in front of us, only a two ball. We just cruised around in the summer sunshine. It was in the October sunshine. It was beautiful. And and what was his name? Uh, Paul. Nice. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I had to think there, but yeah, his name is Paul. A lovely man. What has him in Dublin? He lives in Dublin. Um, he's a bit of a salesman, so he's all around the country. Okay. I love how that uh, most weeks you'll text me, Shani, and be like, "Golf Sunday," and I'll go, "Yeah, yeah, I'll golf." And Friday, Thursday, or whatever comes around, and I'm like, mm, 
there's a high chance going to have a drink Saturday, so I'm not going to play Sunday. <laughs> and then on the day Saturday, I was sitting there being like, yeah, no, no, I'll tee it up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> knowing, knowing that I'm going to wake up and be like, I'm not playing golf. I could have played so much earlier as well if you didn't ruin my plans on Sunday. I could have played at like nine o'clock. Yeah, Ben, guess where I was Saturday night? I took a, I took a trip to somewhere I haven't been in. I'm going to go five years now. Um, to Coppers. What? Coppers. Yeah, I was in Coppers no Saturday night. Um, What's that place like now? Just thought it was a good idea. Just went in with, where was a group of us going and they were like, yeah, I think we're going to go to Coppers and two South Africans in the team were going like, yeah, we're going to go to Coppers, man. And I was like, ah, yeah, screw it. I'll go to Coppers. <laughs> and about five minutes in, I was like, oh, Scott, what are you doing in Coppers? But Any man, changes in the sorry? decor? Any any changes in the decor? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I barely remember <laughs> being in there. I just remember there being a lot of people and then stumbling into a taxi back to your house, Shani. So. Um, disappointing Ooh. Saturday night for the rugby. Ben, where did you watch it? Did you watch in London? Uh, was I was at a dinner party. Um, you know, very... had... what, what's the... we... sorry, 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 sorry. We have very different weekends. Sorry, one second. <laughs> what's the difference between a dinner party and just going for dinner? What do you mean you went? You're at a dinner party. Uh, it was like actually a. a... Um, it was actually a casino, people... a casino royale themed dinner party. You've changed. Um, so, so London. And... That's they so just had the, they kind of had the TV on in the background for me. I was that they're not really it wasn't really a big rugby group, and I proceeded to like eat my main course and then sit on the sofa and watch the rugby by myself. So it was great. Was this in someone's house or was this like an event? Yeah, it was in someone's house. It was Nefeli Nefeli's friends dinner party. Come on, Shani, you've got to grow up eventually. Yeah, That's dinner strange. party. That's just a common term, Shani. Myself and Kate have never invited anyone over for a casino royale themed dinner party. Ben, maybe ben maybe, I, we're, maybe we're the odd ones out. Ben and I have noticed that we've never been invited over. <laughs> any, it's, it's come up in conversation once or twice. Anyway, the dinner party was excellent. The lasagna yeah. was delicious. The garlic bread mm, was great. The rugby disappointing, but you can't like I can't blame the host for that, can I? Yeah. Were it you cheering just... on New Zealand? <laughs> I wasn't. I I was standing behind Fran from Love Hate. Um. And we watched it in the bath. What was he doing? Oven. What was he doing in your in your living room? I think his <laughs> I think his wife owned the bath pub in in Dublin, <laughs> um, and uh, they had like a big screen outside, so it was a good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and but, yeah, it just kind of had that eerie feeling from the very start, didn't it? You know, I think they just, they just really kind of yeah, they kind of had our number. I think. We played too well against them the last few times we played them. And I think, yeah, wild that England are the only undefeated team left in the World Cup. Arguably played the worst. Hopefully South Africa absolutely batter them. It's a pretty pretty sad state of affairs when you wake up Sunday hungover, Ireland have lost, and then you remember it's an international break as well. Oh, it's tough. tough. Sorry, do you know what note I wrote down? during the week when I was like okay but I wrote down two notes not very extensive for this podcast but one of them was does Stephen Kenny hate the international break as much as us because Ireland <laughs> are so shit because he has to do his job again <laughs> did you so apparently after our loss to Greece I watched that that was an excruciating 90 minutes of football to watch Um, apparently our only way to qualify now is if we lose to the Netherlands 
which is great because that's literally the only thing we know how to do. We can do that. What I guarantee you will beat them 4 0. It'll be out yeah. of nowhere, and everyone in the country will be like, What are we doing? So I think if we lose, then we go into the playoffs and then we'll eventually not get to the a major tournament. So who cares? They're playing Gibraltar tonight, so well, surely if he loses, he's out the door, is he? He has to be D- if we don't qualify, I think. Duffer's in, is he? Oh yeah, Damien Duff. Yeah. All right. Um, the, Go on. the other note that I found... Um, touching on golf have you ever noticed the way Max Homer walks yeah I noticed this when the the um when they did that remember they was it at the Masters when they gave him the earpiece and the mic like yeah he, he walked down the thing I remember watching him walk he's got like a what's wrong with his walk he I think he could balance an egg on his head and walk he, oh, he, he's like really stiff neck or something it's quite like a funny his, like upward yeah I don't know how I don't think his, his oh, head kind of but his head never changes level it's like he's got a built-in um gimbal in his body that means his head never mo- changes from where it is i just think it was bizarre i'll try find a clip i'll send it i'll to watch you. out for that i'll watch out yeah for that. yeah i thought it was that he did you know when people walk on the their toes that type of walk a little he bit but like... like his his shoulders kind of move but his head just kind of stays where it is it's strange um, um shani did you go for it yeah what what's your hot take on sandro tonali Apparently he's going to get banned for eighteen months. Oh yeah, the Newcastle lad. Yeah, I've not heard gambling. this all the, the the gambling, the match fixing. Well, not match fixing, but just bet fixing. Yeah. Wow, there's a new lad every week. What did he do? Is it worse than Ivan Tony? Apparently, it's uh, there's an Italian guy who plays for Juventus who got him and another guy involved, uh, not gambling on their own matches, but gambling on other things. But I did see a, a very questionable video of Tonali yeah. picking up a booking in his debut, like for Newcastle, in, yeah, Newcastle oh. or four one up, and he was being substituted in the ninety third minute and like delayed how long it took him to go off the pitch and picked up a yellow card, like the most obvious I, looking thing ever. I think he'll be, uh, well, yeah, if it's proven to be true or anyway true, I think he'll be crucified based off yeah. what they did to. Um... But he, he didn't even, you know the way when you're like waste time and you're going off the pitch, he's literally at the halfway yeah. line. He like stops and he just like starts messing with his jersey and it's the most obvious or oh, looks yeah. shocking. Looks terrible. Um so so maybe to talk about golf a little bit. Um yeah, okay. I, I I did lie, I, I did watch a little bit of golf and I watched a little bit of Lexi. Mm. Um uh, I think I felt really bad for her because I you could just see that like her weakness around the green was just like exploit like you know she was just kind of found out a little bit there mm. Um. now that's not to say that's the only reason why she didn't make the cut but like she gave it some go on Friday afternoon to make the cut it was really exciting Um, and uh, I was pulling for her but I think it was a couple short in the end. Which um, might have been too short of the cut line, maybe. Yeah, I think she was level and the cut was too under. Mm. Um, it was cool to watch, though. Do you know? Like, I, I do think in the future, uh, there will be women that will make the cut regularly. But so, just, uh, as we said last week, we'll just make it a mixed event. Just have mixed yeah. events. Just mm. instead like she... of just one or two outliers. And like Lexi Thompson, for me, has got in this because she's one of the most like one of the most well known American names in golf. But like, 
she's not world number one. She's not the highest ranked yeah. American. Um, like you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a real kind of like corporate sponsorship one for me, where they were like, let's try to do something different from a sponsorship perspective. Let's put Lex Lexi in. I don't know. I think it's mm. it's a really good play by Shriners or whoever gave her the invite. Like I wouldn't have watched any of it. I did watch some of Lexi play because she was there. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to tell you what went on at that event. So I think that's a good play. Like she she beat plenty of men. Like there was a lot of guys below her. So I think they just need to do a mixed event and then just do prize money for women and prize money for men. Yeah. And let them play out and then see how it goes. Because I think that would be interesting. But. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you though that the Shriners, they must have, you know, sat down and thought about this and said, yeah. you know, Ryder Cup's over, all the majors are over, nobody's watching golf, nobody's any like NFL is back, Do you know yeah. it, it. And from watching it on TV, the crowds looked low. It it looked like there was a load of cameras there and a lot of shot yeah. tracers at a Sunday medal. Like it, you know, yeah. so they had to do something. I find it, I find it a bit wild. That neither of you were glued to the TV when an Irishman had a chance to win at the Shriners and did win in the end. Mr. Yeah, Tom. Cork's Cork's very own Tom Kim, his third win of there his career. Of his very young career. Yeah, seventh yeah. win across the world or something. He's only what is he, 21, 22? He could be the next kind of big thing. Yeah. Do you he know? He's so slow though. Is Any he? golf I did. Oh my god. Glacial. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. not a fast enough for now. Hmm, so I we can notice that. Another uh, another great week for Ludwig as well. Yeah, wild, isn't it? And he's just he's so what is what is this? His worst score in the PGA Tour is seventy two or seventy three. Oh, really? That's gas. Yeah, he's, he's surely taking a week off now, is he? He started this year in college. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. He's had like he's had he's had wins. He's won a Ryder Cup. That's his worst score in the PGA Tour event. I think he's had is he eleven events or something like that. And he started the year in college. Like absolutely what really what? makes you question yeah. what you're doing with your own life. Um, Ben, I've uh, there's a congratulations in order. One of you your uh, one of your players in your actual real life stable, which I would only love to have. Um, had a very good week. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah. Um, Fabrizio Zanotti. He's uh he was kind of on the bubble line of keeping his card for next year. And just went out, had a good week in Spain, kind of knew he would need at least a top 10 to get him there, thereabouts. Finished T4th. Um, and yeah, look, well, not, not guaranteed yet because things might still happen, but looks fairly yeah. well set that he'll keep his card. I think that I think I heard the commentator say his 15th or 16th season on the European Tour, which is fair play to him. Pretty yeah. good. That's consistent. Um, I was chatting to him before the event started and Obviously, Q School is coming up, and he was kind of asking me, like, look, what's the story with that? Never had to go to Q School before. And then I was like, look, don't like, don't worry, you can think about it later, and we can work that out. And then he was like, look, I, I hopefully I won't need it. And fair play to him, he backed it up and did it. So um, I'd say he must... Ben, I reckon that was your little... That was your pep little talk. pep talk on the shoulder. Don't worry about Q School, Fabrizio. <laughs> out there. Out there and shoot seven under on a Sunday. Ah, uh, Fabri, put the phone down. We'll have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you with him? Yeah. Well done, um, Did you watch any of the Spanish Open? Uh, a little bit at the end there on Sunday. Um, I didn't you see know, any of Marcel Seam's 10 under on the final day. That was wild. Day. Yeah. Two eagles. Crazy. Um, 
Pavan kind of just put the foot down and won. And I'm a big Matthew Pavan fan now. He was really he okay. Was, he was real emotional about it. Um, has a bit of a, a tie to Spain. I think he might have been born there, and but he was brought up in France. Was just uh, I think his dad may have died, and he was saying about his dad watching down on him and all this. And um, Eddie Pepperell uh, tweeted the video of him getting emotional talking about this underneath. Um, a live tweet about Taylor Gooch winning eighteen million dollars in front of no one in Jeddah, and he was like, "Well, <laughs> that's what that's what actually means something." So, thought that was good, and yeah, big Matthew Pavon fan after that. Ryder Copper potential. Have they started the Ryder Cup points for the next one yet? No. I, I assume they have. I'm pretty sure it's like straight away afterwards. Oh, really? It should be a two year cycle. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a two year cycle of straight away afterwards. Have you seen that? He's seen the tattoo on his hand. Matthew yeah, I, what does it's it mean? The, the saliva. It's on the, it's on a wall in the library in Harvard in the US. Oh, um, yeah. I don't actually know the meaning behind it, but I've I saw something about that. It was on the wall yeah. in the library in Harvard. And it's like the the saliva that the saliva that something or something to do with the tears of tomorrow. I'll get the direct quote of it, but it's yeah. it's absolutely bizarre. But it's right on the back of his hand, so you just see yeah, lines, lines in the back of his hand. What, um, I, what I do like about the European um, Tour is that there's a lot of golfers out there that you know nothing about and then it just takes one week and you get an insight into what it means to them and who they are and absolutely. more often than not they're kind of nice guys who are just battling away so it's I enjoy when, when a good guy gets a win like that. Talking about Eddie Pepper, was that his like was that his first cut that he's made in a long time? Uh, I do know that he's bouncing around the keeping his cards yeah, area so, yeah. as well so yeah. yeah he's up like 110 or something like that or one i think he badly needed it is he higher um Sorry, i have the quote for the t- tattoo by the way it's a the saliva that flows now will become the tears of joy tomorrow just on the back of his hand jeez that's profound i don't i i'm not keen on having the word saliva tattooed onto me <laughs> yeah it's a bit of a funny one right now but um you know the quote fair enough but the word yeah. Bit bizarre. Something as you said though, something different. Like beforehand, all I can remember was about Matthew Pavon was a couple of years ago when Will and I were went to Wentworth and one of the practice days we were just waiting for a taxi to go back to the airport. It was dark. Everyone else had left the range and there was just this light uh, down on top of Matthew Pavon. And I think he was going through the absolute horrors and he was just trying to find a swing at like eight o'clock at night. Um that was the only thing I remember or know about Matthew Pavon. Um, did you either of you pick up any live content? We haven't done live watching in a long time. Scott, you're very that... close to getting a, getting a cliques tattoo on you. <laughs> His tattoo yeah. going on, live. So <laughs> just what happened? So Taylor Gooch wins the overall league for this season, mm. a bonus eighteen million dollars. Brooks won the event. Didn't realize he won four million dollars. That was a surprise to him. So that'll go to show how meaningless the whole thing is. Uh, the fireballs won. Anyone know who fireballs? Who's on the fireballs, fire. Scott? Um, Christ, I couldn't tell you. I'm assuming Taylor Gooch. No, he's a range oh. goat. Come on. Oh, sorry. Um, oh no, is is it is it Torque? That's Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. Okay, so no, I don't. I don't think I know the fireballs. Fire fireballs are all the Spaniards. Oh, Sergio. Sergio. Oh, yeah. Eugenie Chicara, whatever his name is. Oh, okay, yeah. 
It's amazing how quickly I've forgotten about these people from my life yeah. since they went to live. But oh, there yeah. is there is something kind of interesting happening on Live, which is now um, there is promotion and relegation. So the bottom one, two, bottom six players from the end of the year are in the drop zone, that's what they call it. So we'll get relegated. So in the drop zone, we have Lee Westwood, uh, Jay Morgan, James P.O., Chase Kepka, Martin Keimer, Shashwan Kim. Um, but because Lee Westwood is a captain and so is Martin Keimer, they are exempt from being relegated. Seems a bit flawed. Martin Same. Keimer's played 10 events and has zero points compared to Andy Ogletree, who's played three events and has 14 points. So that'll tell you how bad Martin Keimer is. But the idea with the relegation zone is there will be a 72-hole a, a playoff which is ironic that Liv are using 72 holes to determine their promotion relegation when they yeah. only play 54. Um, but there'll basically be three rounds. So in round, anyone can enter. Not anyone. So this is this is who can enter. Um, six to 32 in the international series, which is like Asian tour, USAM, British AM, Europe, whatever, all the amateurs. If you're in the top 200 in the world rankings or the top 20 of the amateur world rankings, you can enter. So I do think it'd be kind of interesting to see if there's some random players who just enter into Live Q School who aren't necessarily, maybe they're 119 in the world, they're not really getting starts on the PGA Tour or whatever. They could mm. potentially just jump ship, go to Live and qualify and be playing Live next year, making loads of money. If you're a nobody, then absolutely, why wouldn't you? Like, are you like, are you officially jumping ship though? If you, can you can you try it out and then come back? I don't know. I imagine you can. Yeah. But why not? Because especially with the this like, new whatever agreement that the the new merger between the deep yeah. uh, PGA and Live. What's also very ironic, you know, all these uh, Live accounts giving out about the OWGR, how it's defunct and how it doesn't work. And then their round one qualifying criteria is being in the top 200 of the OWGR. Like, pick a fucking lane. If you're mm. going to hate something, yeah. you can't use it as a qualifying term. <laughs> I wonder, could you... Who, do you remember, who was that golfer there uh, a few months ago that showed up to a, a regular event under a random name? Do you remember the American that played in the Ryder Cup? Kentucky fella. Oh, oh. Um, Big fella. Uh, J.B. Holmes. Uh, J.B. Holmes. Yeah. I wonder, could you just show up as... Like, hi, Dan Bradbury, and just you know, like throw <laughs> a wig on and like try and make it in live. And if you don't make it, then go back and be a normal yeah. pro. I I would say though, if you go to that qual live qualifying or whatever, I'd say you're that's you jumping ship. So it's a big yeah. call to make. I wouldn't say it would go down well with your respective tour. What's also there'd interesting? Some, there'd be something like because because you could you could debate that Martin Keimer going. To live was arguably the best business decision ever made because yeah. he's done absolutely nothing and he's made loads of bank. So I wonder if they're like boys who are like, Yeah, all I have to do is get through the qualifying and then just I know they won't make the same amount of cash because he was one of the early adopters and stuff yeah. and they all got more bank, but like he'd won there other boys who were like, I can go over there and compete and get high enough yeah. up that ranking to make cash. So, sorry, Ben. Um Remind me, what's the qualifying criteria again, or how? How? What's the format? Yeah, sorry. So the the live Q school is basically you do round one, which is eighteen holes. That's and that was the list of uh, 
things I read out there, top 200 in the world, top 20 amateur, for example. Then it goes through to the round two, um, which okay. is another 18 holes. And that you get all the relegated live golfers go straight into that round. So they basically bypass stage one. They also have listed like if you're a DP World Tour or PGA Tour winner in 2023, you can go straight into that section. Or if you're a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup player, as if they're like, wow. come on, come on over to live. Just Tyson like, them in, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that sounds goes... a lot, lot. That sounds like a lot quicker or a lot easier than the actual Q school on the PGA yeah. Tour. If I had, oh, if is. I was like a plus handicapper, I'd go and give it a crack for millions. Well, yeah, but you're not you're not top two hundred in the world or top twenty amateur. Like you still have to be one of these things to get into the initial stage. Oh, you have to be the the bottom <laughs> of the rung. You can't yeah, just. So, so like, you, <laughs> it's not like the, it's not like the FA Cup where like if you have a, a set of clubs, you can just like you have a in some sort of qualifying. It doesn't like just start from any ground route though. That's a great um, FA Cup, yeah. And then That's anyway, right. the the last round um, is the top sixteen from round two. And so basically 16 players play 36 holes for three places on the live tour. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of interesting. It's, it is an interesting process. And like, it'd be cool to see who, firstly, it'd be cool to see who like shows up. Like I'm thinking like, you know, I don't know, Victor de Buisson, but there's Ryder cup, you know, like he hasn't really done much, you know, I don't know. Like is Chris Wood picking up the sticks again. Like he's a Ryder cup (laughs) golfer. And he's still playing on the challenge tour. There, there you go. Like is some he? of these boys, Where's Oliver Matteo Manasero. He wasn't in a Ryder Cup now, but I mean, like, could he wang oh, his he... way in? Well, no, he's about to go back up to the European Tour. Oh, the Challenge Tour. oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I'm fairly sure Chris Wood was, and I, I, I may have already mentioned this in the podcast previously, but I'm fairly sure he was like at a Ryder Cup, brought to a Ryder Cup as a young guy. Like, do you know the way they yeah. did with? Um... He, he, he played in a Ryder Cup though. Oh, this has happened before on the pod. Has he actually yeah, that, played in the Ryder Cup? That's why yeah, I said yes. his name there, because he's played Correct, in the Ryder sorry, Cup. Yeah. But, like, imagine playing in the Ryder Cup and then dropping all the way to the Challenge Tour. Jamie Donaldson, Victor Dubuisson. Like the, like... Ross Fisher probably dropped at one Ross. stage. Today. Oliver Wilson, I think he yeah. played in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Like, be interesting. Some... Anyway, like, so so Chase Kepka is about to get relegated. Like, what's he going to do? He's just going to go... He's, he's made bank. I saw some stank. He's made, like, something like four or six million from Liv. Oh, well, I can tell you, Scott. Oh, sorry. Go on then. Watch now. Chase, Ke- Chase no. Chase Kepa has made two point two million dollars this year. He also made okay. money last year. So, but you're like, Chase Kepka only got in because Brooks was there. And do you think Brooks would be like, here, look, Chase, you just go back to Florida, just practice or whatever, like do whatever <laughs> you want. I'll give you a bit of extra cash because I kind of got you into this. Like, is Chase Kepa going to be a lug around Asia playing in the Asian tour? Yeah, I think you wouldn't know. What's the latest there with Liv? Is like, is it wrapping up next year? Is it? I don't think so. You mean because of the new agreement? Yeah, the new agreement and all that kind of crap. No, I don't I mean, think that, that's, that's necess- gone. That's gone a bit quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, but I yeah. don't think I don't think it's necessarily that it's it, that Liv is going to go or anywhere. Um, I, th- well, I, I thought it was like meant to not exist anymore after all. No, I think it's going to like coexist. And and well, what they've kind of said is that there's a chance that. PGA Tour players will also be in live teams and they'll play PGA Tour events and live events and DP World events and like which is what you should be able to do but mm. I don't know who knows 
So, just... go for it. I was I just when I was doing a bit of research, and I was I got distracted and I was scrolling on TikTok. I saw a video. Apparently, in Germany, um, you have to do a golf test before you can play on a golf mm. course. Do you know this? Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. I think it's, maybe Holland as well. Is it? It's but definitely called, Germany. It's, it's, it's a license, and we call it like yeah, a you've done a license. Yeah. Like so I, and how to actually I, properly use the facility. Yeah. So to play golf in Germany, most golfers must possess a license called a Plasterreif before they can get on the green. To get a license, you can and expect there, could to you, pay. Could you use it in a sentence, please, Carol? <laughs> you can pay at least three hundred dollars for a five-day course that involves several hours of training each day. Then you have to pass a series of tests. What happens if you just you had the shanks or something, and you're like, your man's like, nah, man, you're not. You're, yeah, you, you didn't listen in those it, tests. Actually, for a fact, it's definitely um, Holland as well have the same really? kind of thing. And I think it's more. It's not really like can like how good. It's not a test of how good you are at golf. Let's make sure you don't. Or just do you know the rules and keep it's etiquette and, play yeah, and, and, and rules. And all that. And fun, yeah. But yeah, do you yeah. notice that? Um, like I know you you'll often see groups of Americans uh, playing golf in Ireland as tourists and all that kind of crap. But you'll often see Dutch as well because of that reason. It would be people that would be too lazy to go through the process of getting their mm. license and they just they have their holiday in Ireland or the UK. Just It sounds like the most German thing ever, to be honest. I know, I know. Imagine like, if they did do that like situational thing where you get like different levels by like things you achieve, right? Okay, we're going to put you in a fairway bunker, 200 <laughs> yards out, you know, three goes to hit the green, and if you don't, you're never allowed to play golf again. It's like uh, playing old Tiger Woods games, having to do these challenges. Yeah. Here's a butter knife three iron. Can you please get it over the lip? I don't really feel it. Uh, yeah. Um, come here. I don't know if you noticed during the the broadcast of one of the greatest matches of the World Cup so far, South Africa mm. France last night. But he randomly decided to throw in the most amazing thing I've ever heard about Peter Steph Dutois, um, and how his dad just donated him um hamstring acl right he needed the title here says he needed a hamstring tendon to make the world cup his dad stepped up okay so i think to be fair the commentator initially said acl then he said achilles and now this says hamstring so let's just call it a body part was donated by his dad <laughs> that wasn't a, like a heart or a liver or something um do you think um do you think your dad would give you like a like a golf needed body part if if um I, I don't think I'd want any of my dad's body your... parts to play golf. <laughs> I I definitely wouldn't. No. <laughs> Sorry, just guys. imagining just imagining you then with with the uh, with guys big long arms and huge hands. <laughs> We've stuck on you. Do you think your handicap would drop or would it go up? <laughs> I think it would have to go up. <laughs> Um, oh, that, I thought that was the most amazing story ever. That is pretty amazing. Um, my final uh, point I made for this podcast was um, we got some good feedback and good listener participation regarding the Quack Community Cup. Um, one very good suggestion was that we should do Ireland versus rest of the world. So, Patrick, because you're American and I'm living in the UK, you and me will be captain of team rest of world. Oh, it can yes. be... You just need to have any vague relevance to not being Irish, like nice. myself. Scott nice. and William will be Team Ireland captains for 
I think I think I'll captain and he can be vice captain or I'll decide who my vice captains are. We'll see. Um we've had a couple yeah, lots of people reach out saying they'd be interested in playing in it um in next uh March, April time. So is there a handicap well, limit, Ben? Uh no, but you'll have to get your uh, <laughs> you're, 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 <laughs> you have to fly to Germany to get your, your license to play in the Quack maybe, Cup. Maybe we'll just hold it in Germany. Potentially. Yeah. Um so yeah, all 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 guns blazing for the Quack Community Cup. Can't wait. Imagine if you just did it like a draft and as captains you'd pick like certain <laughs> people. Imagine we had like a qualifying thing of how you got in. <laughs> yeah, we could we could all send them to the live qualifier. <laughs> yeah. With my first pick, I pick Victor de Buisson. <laughs> All jokes aside, I do think that would be the most amazing crack ever if you did your own Ryder Cup. I've seen people do it before. Um, I know sure. when we were, ca- when we're, we were caddying. In... Yeah, we should do it. Absolutely. I know when we were caddying in the old head, there was Americans that came over and they had it like fully planned. Um, yeah. They did something like that. I anyone with Irish relations to relations played against. American, they have the gear and everything, the pairings, yeah. the picks, unbelievable. It's a lot oh, of this, commitment. To be fair. This is this is gonna be this is gonna be legendary. Can we be playing captains, or do we have to go around the buggy? Oh no, playing obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my Irish team. I'm gonna be a non-playing captain. I'm gonna go around the buggy. And sure, if we draw as well, there's no uh, like who retains it. Ireland, and then because we just we're not. <laughs> have a load of points. You'll have to go to the rest of the world for the for in two years' time. The away leg. Yeah. We should uh, we should really finish our Ireland's eighteen holes as well. I think we stopped around the middle of the back line there I, six weeks ago. <laughs> I did think about that. I just didn't have time to put up a story, but we're, I think we might be on about fourteen. Yeah, maybe. And I think because I met a fella, I played golf with a fella from Carlo there recently, and he was saying, "Let me know when." Let me know when you get to 15 because there's a fantastic hole in Carlo Golf Club around the 15th. There so, you go. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we'll Carlo continue Golf that Club next week. Be amazing, by the way. Really? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard, I've heard twice now that Carlo Golf Club is very nice. Both from two Carlo people. <laughs> <laughs> or was it just the same bloke in separate two separate different holes? Once on the front line, once on the back line. Could have been. Could have been. We'll add it to the list of places that we, we could have it as a, a potential host for the uh the <laughs> Ryder Cup. I fancy I fancy Port Tumna Golf Club for the host of that event, Ben. Great track. That is good crack, and you're not far from Galway. A few pints. Yeah, that could be a good show. I think I think it'd be good to play it over two courses if possible. So maybe somewhere near Port Tumna. I don't think there's anywhere in I think Port Tumna is kinda well, we'll see. We'll we'll see what the, the listeners say. If anyone anyone knows any couple of golf courses, it's kind of in the in it's kind of right in the middle of Ireland, though Portomna. You know, it's kind of good to good for everyone to get to. Yeah. Okay. We'll work it out. All right, lads. All right, boys. Have a have a good week, all, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Covered It by Quick Golf. <laughs> see you lads. both on Friday. Yeah. Ciao. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.